What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 299. On this episode, I'm joined by Minx. We talk about the Patreon, merch shop, weather, gaming PCs, live streaming, virtual reality, NFTs, politics, race talk, music, and a bunch of other shit. Uh, thanks for checking us out. Uh, what up? Back again. Uh, first thing I got to do is tell you about our Patreon. Patreon.com slash podcast mo. You go there, you give a dollar more a month, get early access to the podcast. You give enough money to be a co-producer like my mother, Marshall the Dharma Nishta Bear. It's your boy H2.com and Graveyard Entertainment. They're the whole reason this thing still exists, if it even exists that much longer. Last episode, um, I've I've learned some shit. Adobe Audition kept fucking cutting out in the middle of our goddamn recording. And so we lost a lot of stuff. And so I'm going to really keep my eye on it this time. From what I've looked up, it is an issue with this program. If it keeps happening, I will have to find a new program, which sucks because I have all my shortcuts saved. Um, but, you know, if it has to happen, it has to happen. I'll make this shit in FL Studio. I don't give a fuck. And um, anyway, we'll at least make it to 300, I think. Um, also, we have a merch shop it has a new fucking name it's like a podcast mode dot i think and i'll put a link to that in the description you can check out those shirts also if you put in a to the mo instead of a podcast mo it'll take you to the merch shop that has uh my my rapper gear rapper merch and i got two new t-shirts that i think look fly as fuck so check those out um all right anyway this week uh, we're calling the homie Minx. I think she's been on twice, maybe three times before. And this might be her fourth. It's hard to keep track. And uh, I know she's real heavy in the conspiracies and she's just she questions everything like I do. Um, she's a little more ballsy about it. And uh, so anyway, I want to have her on, see what's going on in the world. She's also in New York. You know, we can check in, see what's happening in, in New York City because um, we don't know nothing about that here. So anyway, uh, let's give her a call. I'm good. Um. That storm, though, that 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 was very frightening. <laughs> yeah. So that's perfect then to start with. You know, in Oklahoma, we we get lots of like tornadoes and rain and like little miniature floods all the time. But like also our cities are small and they're built in, on hills. So all the water kind of flows certain ways. And then when I see these pictures of like just standing water in cities, I'm like, oh, yeah, they weren't built or thought like it wasn't designed with this in mind because they've been existent for like hundreds of years. These cities. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent, especially like where I'm from, like in the Bronx, like it rains when we get rain over here. Like it, it's pretty bad. Like we have nor'easters a lot. And I can't even recall any time that I've I've never seen a leak in my grandma's house or, or something like that. But uh, this this time it was a little bit on the scary side because you know, I, I be peeping a lot of things and I'm very aware of my environment and certain like sudden changes that you know, may not be. To visible to the naked eye and I, I i was giving my daughter a bath and and it's like the power went out for a millisecond and even she peeped it she was mom did you see that and i said yeah and i was like uh, i don't like that too much <laughs> i was like that never happens like the whole block just that one millisecond i said oh something's going on with the power right oh see that happens to me like i lose power weekly 
Um, it's uh, some bullshit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's all climate change. You know what I'm saying? Like people are in denial about it. You know, that the climate is changing and, and, and drastically, especially with the last year, you know, the majority of us have been in the house. So, you know, those natural gases are, are very different now. Um, it, it's mo- the energy is moving different. So our, our weather patterns are going to be different as well, because now, you know, we're, we're, we're in, we're out now, mo- more people are coming out because now the summer is ending and, and it's just, it's just a big toll on the environment. Right. Well, there's all of the like, uh, you know, stuff that's way above my head, you know, when they talk about like there's things in the atmosphere that cause all this shit to happen that I'm like, I get it, but I don't actually know because I'm not a fucking scientist. But then there's like real simple stuff like we all run air conditioners that make the air inside your house cold. But if you go outside and stand where it's blowing out, it's blowing out hot air. Like there's no way that like that can necessarily be good in the long run. But like I love an air conditioner. I'm never going to give one up, you know, but like you can just see it and be like, well, there's obviously that's probably not the best idea. Like that can't be good. But then again, maybe there's no effect. I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I, I personally hate air conditioning. My, my, my fiance loves it. He, he's always hot. Us white I'm people. Al- we love it. <laughs> I'm always cold. Like I, I'm anemic, like severely anemic. And um, I'm, I'm always like freezing. And, and that's why part of me, I hate when I lose weight because I feel like I'm losing like that extra cushion that, that, you know, gave me that warmth. But it, it, it like it, the AC this year was very cold. And I, I said to my man, I said, yo, I'm going to have to sleep on the couch, bruh, because <laughs> I'm not going to be sitting there with my teeth chattering to go to sleep at night. Right. I mean, I somehow eventually my wife came around to it, but it took a long time. She used to be very cold all the time. Um, and I was like, I don't know. Out of all the things to spend money on, I just that's the thing I'm down to spend money on. Let's get this motherfucker cold. Exactly. Like like a freaking, like a freaking ice box and shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm all for it. Like uh especially it's like a hundred degrees here, right? And something also I've realized I've traveled a little bit is uh I I think of Oklahoma as the South. Not everyone does. Some people say it's the Midwest, but I would say Oklahoma is the South because it's fucking hot as shit. And uh, in other places in the South, we have good air conditioning, but you go to other places and you're like, they got like very subpar air conditioning, right? Like, so it is a different thing. I think when you're like in a place that's super fucking hot, you're like, no, 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 you have to have good air conditioning. But people are at places like the weather is pretty nice. They don't really worry about it, you know? Right, right, right. And even here, I, I would say I noticed that we didn't have like the sun for like almost a half a month. It was always very cloudy and, and gloomy. And then if the sun did come out, it was like for a millisecond. And it was like all my plants died. And I was like, what the? I was like, come on now. Like, I just want my, just one pumpkin. Just just one mini pumpkin. I want to prove to my child that we can grow some damn pumpkins. Like, what the hell? I tried as well. And it fucking shriveled up so many times. I get, I don't know. <laughs> I was yeah. Just, like, I've done, I was like, look, I've done damn near everything. I was so close to going on Amazon and just buying like one of those like little machines that, that keep them hydrated and seeded and right. then, then you plant them because it seems like there is very hard to seed some of these now. And I'm not even a like, you know, green thumb specialist. I'm just like, yo, I should be able to grow at least one tomato. Like, what the hell? Right. Well, last year I grew a little bit of pot because you don't have a card to do it. Now you can grow up to like five or six plants if you have a card in my state. So I was like, you know, I'm going to try it. And I got two that produce buds and stuff. Not a lot because it was just in my shitty backyard soil. And um I was like, that was fun, but then I missed it. Like, I missed the timing and some shit fucked up this year. So I was like, well, you know what? I'll grow pumpkins and watermelons in that spot because I like watermelons and we buy a pumpkin every year to make a fucking jack-o'-lantern. So why not just grow one? That's going to save me 20 bucks down the line. So that was my brilliant plan. But 
the vines got made for the pumpkins. The watermelons never even started. And uh, yeah, I think the pumpkins vines dead, though. It looks pretty shitty at the moment. At least you tried. <laughs> I did. I tried. Well, I have this backyard and I'm like, oh, we got to use it. Like I mow it all the time. And like, I feel like we got to use this for something. And that's the other thing. Like, I would assume it's hotter like in New York than it would naturally be because ever, there's just so much metal and concrete. And now where you may live, maybe there's more yards and greenery. But just for me as an outsider, the thought that like you could go blocks and blocks and blocks and you don't get to a place that's just fucking grass you know or whatever like it's crazy to me because like i can just drive you know a couple minutes and eventually i'm like by a fucking field or something oh yeah especially like in on my block I, the one thing i can't stand seeing like when i i like to take walks with my little one and i like to show her the little you know foliage and you know different houses that concept and i look i'm like yo these people really put cement down where, where their tree was like you that lazy that you can't you know what I'm saying? Like, why would you, it, it, it messes up the curb appeal, like from other houses too. And it's like, okay, so you just concreted your shit. That ain't right. <laughs> I just think that that's so wrong. Right. I My house in particular, I actually have this like, about hundred foot tall. I mean, I know it's not a hundred foot tall. Cause that's like redwoods or some shit. And that's like the tall trees, but this tree, I mean, it's at least 70 foot tall. It's huge in front of our house. And if the lightning strikes just once, I mean, it will destroy my whole house. You know, I'm just hoping we have insurance for this. Uh, but like, it's like kind of tilted to where it just covers our our whole entire house, this giant tree. And then in the fall, um, it has these little pine needle type leaves, but they all turn orange in fall. And it covers like three neighbors each way's houses with leaves. And then I feel guilty like my tree just fucking threw up on everyone's yard but i'm like well i can't fucking rake everybody's yard <laughs> like that's too much so i know anyway. exactly how you feel <laughs> it's a issue i know it's coming up where you know falls on the way so i know i'm gonna have to deal with that soon oh lordy <laughs> i hate adult shit i told my wife all the time i wish we lived in an apartment i don't know why we had to be adults and try to get a, a real house I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not handy enough. Like I can watch YouTube. Like I could fix a toilet, you know, if the little floater things broke or something, but like, it's like, Hey, we, we should redo this whole room. I'm like, Ooh, that's like way outside of my, my knowledge. You know, it's funny that, that you say that. I, I, I remember I had tweeted, um, CJ Jones, shout out to him. Oh, no I joke. Like, I was like, you need to do like a YouTube channel because a lot of us, you know, we, we, we're not really handy like that. I mean, I'm very handy. I was the chick in the house, you know, that fixed things. Like whenever we had like a delivery for like a table or something, it was like, okay, wait for the super to come. I was like, no, I'll do it. Yeah, but it has instructions, right? Okay, cool. So I was the one that was, you know, building things and, and, you know, just having an interest in that. And, and the fact that my man is very handy, you know, I, I think women would benefit if they just like hung around, like not being no, like annoying, just, just, hang around and learn some shit because you know, you have to be handy. You as a woman as well, you have to be handy. You have to know how things work. You know, I have my own toolkit. Like it's just, it's just a, a, a necessity, especially with the times that we're in now. Some people don't even know how to start a damn fire. And, and I'm like, yo, are you serious? <laughs> we, we got TikTok, bro. Like you could just go on TikTok. They'll teach you how to do that shit. See, I, uh, and I've talked about this podcast before, but I'm like obsessed with this reality TV show called alone. It's the I think it's I think it's the best reality show that exists. Though it's on History Channel, and I fucking got my parents log in with their satellite to go watch this History Channel show, and it's so good. And it's like real life Survivor where people like just they're dropped off, and then they are their own cameraman, and they have to just survive or whatever. So since I've gotten into that, even though I'm not like a Survivor man type person, I am now always thinking about like, but if I had to, 
you know, so I'm like always kind of uh, going through scenarios in my head. You know, it's funny. It's funny that you say that. Um, I have recently merged from console playing mm-hmm. to PC, you know, PC playing. I'm thinking and, about it, but it'll be hard. <laughs> well, let me let me tell you, you know, some people don't understand the benefits. Right. And, and I, I will say this. Um, I have just recently bought like this is my first PC that I purchased for gaming. And, you know, I ain't rich. So, yeah, you're damn right. I went on eBay and got it. <laughs> I was like, yo, you know, I, the way that I had it in my mind, I said, if you F this up, you know, I'm going to just take you to court. Like, don't mess up my order. Right. So what I liked about these people, um, they actually um, helped me build the type of computer I wanted. And, and I just said, look, I, I just want to play my games and be able to live stream. That's it. So they built a nice um, PC for me. Um all the fixings and the video, all that graphic shit for less than 500 bucks. And I thought that that was reasonable. Yeah. I mean, and less than 500. Under 500. It was like maybe four something. The first one they sent me, um, I had an issue. Like, And this is the thing too. When, when we build computers, you have to make sure your existing hardware is compatible. Because when, when you're building a computer, some of these components are like kind of outdated and as soon as you start hooking your shit up, it, it'll pop up and say that there, you know, it's a system. The blue screen of death will keep popping up. Right. We got like BIOS shit and all that. Yeah. Right. So I kept having that. And I was like, yo, like I, I was, you know, you, you kind of get that, that buyer's regret, like shit. Like I really thought this was it. But it turns out that, you know, these people were so helpful. Like they sent me the the re- reinstallation disc for free, like they overnighted it. So I kind of felt comfortable in saying, yo, they're going to fix the issue. And I think that people have to understand you can't just blast anybody. You know, you you can't blast people. You you have to give them a, a chance to attempt to fix the problem. So if you haven't even attempted to, you know, fix the problem, you on social media talking about they scanned me, they did this, they're unprofessional, but you don't even reach out to them, right? And I'm not even talking like, writing in the comments on their store page. Like I, I'm very unhappy with this purchase. What's the first thing they always say? Uh, have you spoke to somebody here? Have they tried to, you know, fix the issue? So I didn't want to do that to them and, and they fixed it to my liking. And I definitely am very happy with my purchase now. That, and they, they hooked me up. So I was like steam. I was like, what the fuck is steam? One day I'm just chilling. What the hell is steam? I've never heard of this. Oh my goodness. When I got into that, I was like, yo, this experience with gaming is totally different with PC players. And it's like a, it's like a, you know, what measuring contest. And, and I I like it, you know, I like throwing hardware specs at people when they, they were like, oh, well, wait, what, what kind of system you got? Oh, I got the something, 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 the video graphics card, like like we producers do with each other. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It it is very similar. Um, I would say I got into Steam. I mean, I've never had a good gaming PC ever, but I I got on a Steam only because of one video game a long time ago called Game Developer Tycoon. And I will recommend that to anyone. I have like over 800 hours in it on Steam and I played it. I played it before it even came to Steam on its own because I supported the developer. And they released a game uh, where you are a game developer starting in 1980. It's like real rudimentary graphics, you know, simple game. Um, but then when you get to a certain spot, um, if you pirated the game, cause there were pirated copies that are, they just release a pirated version on their own. If you pirated the game, you would get to a point in which 
so many people pirated your game, you couldn't make it and you would always lose. And I just thought that was so funny that I, I went and supported them and bought their game. And uh, I just ended up loving it. But through that, I got into Steam and I've bought, I don't know, 10 to 15 games on there over the years. I just like simulation games typically on the computer. And, uh, you know, I'll lose some hours to it, but I've never been able to like, like I know the next Elder Scrolls, I would love to be able to have a gaming PC by them to play it because I don't think I'm going to have an Xbox because I already have a PS5 and I just don't know if I'm one of these people that are going to drop a bunch of money on all of it. Maybe I should just go to a PC and then I can get out of the console wars, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was one of my main reasons why I, I kind of stepped back from the console game on um, gaming is because of, you know, the constant upgrades. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, oh, uh, now, even though you just spent $700 on this, now you got to do this when I can just do an installation update or, or something like that. And and also, um, like games like Grand Theft Auto on PC, that, that is, a, like I said, a totally different experience. You're talking about a chat room on the side of the screen where you can see what people are talking about as opposed to listening to a gaming chat. Um, yeah, and, I and, think you know, for all the games you play, they would definitely help. The only, my only issue is like, I play a lot of single player story games on like the PlayStation. That's why I get PlayStation games. Cause that's kind of what they focus on. And the right. PC, those games these days are almost always multiplayer focused. And I get it. They makes a lot of money. They can sell skins and do all that. But when I'm like trying to play an MMO, I just feel like we're waiting around a lot. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it is hard. It is definitely hard. And, and, and speaking it, of, it helps you, have friends, you, you know, that yeah. play games, <laughs> that do those. Yeah. Cause you know, and that's the other thing I like to cross uh, platforming too sometimes, but you, you were talking about the, the survival games. I mean like the survival uh, show and I, I've been playing this survival game and I, it's called rust. Oh my God. I watched a documentary on this the other day. There's this guy on YouTube who makes these hour long documentaries and it was how they ran the biggest drug cartel. Oh, I'm sorry. I think that one was Daisy, but he also makes rust videos. And since then I've really wanted to try one of these survival games. It looks very good. Well, Rust, you know what? When when I I I really played around with it in my head because I don't like to just spend money on games like that. But I was like fifty nine bucks, uh, so I, I kind of had to come up because Steam had a you know they had a special going on like percentages off. So I said, you know what? This is my calling. Let me do it right. Um, so I download the game, I get into it, and yeah, uh, I will definitely say if you're a person that has anger issues, uh, you're a person that just. <laughs> roids out like you just rage out you definitely don't want to play rust because you're talking about you're just starting off naked <laughs> all players are naked in the beginning right and you you start off with a rock and you're going around you, you you're banging down trees you're, you're you're harvesting these trees and you're building your house and you you kind of feel like you've accomplished something like wow it took me two days i almost died three times but i did it and lo and behold depending on what server you are in you wake up, you know, like I, I put up a meme the other day. Uh, I had an alert that went off on my phone that my base was being raided and I was out with the family. I couldn't even go and <laughs> I couldn't do anything. They they took everything, all my berries. They 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 dismantled my house and then they wrote some some really nasty shit on on my my door, you know. So it, it's kind of like that kind of game. So it's right. like a survival kind of like if we ever had a zombie apocalypse because there's zombies in here, too. If we had a zombie apocalypse, this would be the perfect training if you need it. Right. <laughs> you yeah. Need it. This is, I'm going to totally send you a link to this video I watched because I not to say you should copy them. But if you could make something similar, I think I could see you doing it because the way you do your live streaming stuff. But uh, 
on this video, these guys are playing Daisy, a similar type game. And I guess on that game, you can make greenhouses and you grow pot to sell. And that's how you make money. And so like this team was working together in a server, but eventually the whole server turned against them. Like everyone else in the server ganged up on these people. And it was just like very epic to what like, I don't even like watching live, you know, uh, let's plays. That's not really my thing. And I was fucking watching this hour long video. Like this is the most interesting goddamn video I've <laughs> watched in a long time. Like, I don't know. I think it's, there's a lot of you know, stuff there that's funny, untapped. It's funny that you say that too, because a lot of people have been asking me, um, you know, Minx, why don't you go live with, with your gaming? Right. And, you know, I, I've been a live streamer for, for over 10 years. Uh, I was telling people this on, on another platform. Um, so this is, this live streaming thing is, is not new to me. Um, it is a process. It's a science. It's all of that. But of course, you know, you're talking about platforms and, and, you know, people's behavior on these platforms. Like I have a couple of friends that are on Twitch. I'm also a Twitch affiliate Think you know, shout out to SoundCloud for allowing me to do that without even going live. <laughs> but, um, to become a Twitch affiliate, um, there's just too many rules though. And like, for instance, if I go live on Twitch, even for my podcast, I have to wait 24 hours before I'm able to even clip and share to social media. And I don't like that. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me that whoever watched it, they, that's it. I can only share from Twitch. I can't clip it and put it up on Instagram. I can't clip it and put it up on Facebook or YouTube. Like, that for me was a problem. So I said, let me hold off on this affiliate for a minute. But I feel like I have more success with actually just recording my gaming and then just clipping the part that I think are interesting. Because you're right. Nobody has to sit for a whole live stream right. unless you're, you're very interesting. Like one of my favorite live streamers is Ambish. You know, shout out to him. He's on Twitch, you know, affiliate. But his streams are, are curated a certain way that makes you want to come back. You know what I'm saying? It's not just I'm gaming. You know, he he and I have been working on um, behind the scenes because he wanted to help me, you know, get my shit together because he sees something in me. And and that's a very random thing. That's like me hitting you up. Hey, Mo, I see something in you and I, I have a blue check and everything. You'd be like, what the fuck? What, what does she want? Right. But I see something in you as far as what you don't see in yourself. And, and that is like your personality is for this. And, and Ambish has been telling me like for, for months, come on, Minx, you, you, you sleeping on this Twitch shit. So I understand like, it's not for everybody. You know, you have to have a schedule. You have to have, you know, all these little, um, plugins and shit that work. You know, one of my other live streamers that I like, um, fitness to cosplay, shout out to her in between loading screens, she has games up on the screen. So you can be typing in, Oh, I think that word is this. And I think that word is that. So of course she cares about her stream. So this shit is not for everybody. So I, I totally agree. Like, I feel like I have more success with recording my, my streaming and then just turning it into an episode. You know, right. it, it doesn't have to be all straight, like the Sims or GTA five or whatever, but people like the commentary, you know, they, they like my commentary. And, and I figured, I said, I don't really do live streaming anymore because I don't really see the value in that unless it's like you're coming through to say something important and then that's it. Right. I, I think, I think there's just, every person's different, you know, like I've, I've definitely been against the videos and the live streaming myself. Um, I mean, I've done a little bit on the beats and just no one watched. And then when someone did watch, I would forget that I was doing it and I wouldn't talk to them. And I'd be like, God damn it. You know, like you're saying, there's a lot to it. Um, I, but I have felt like, oh, that'd be cool to try. I feel like if I ever cancel this podcast, which may happen, you know, 
maybe even soonish. I don't fucking know. Uh, but I do think there could be easier in some ways to just you put the camera on, you go and then that's it. You know, there's no editing afterwards. There's none of that extra stuff in what you sometimes have to do with, you know, the way you're talking or the podcast. So I think it can go either way. Well, I don't know. Um, but I know. I've always worried, at least why I don't go to Twitch much, is I don't know if you can smoke weed on Twitch. Like, I felt like that might get you kicked off. So I've always kind of just like, I don't know if we can do our music show because that's all we do is smoke weed while the songs are playing, you know, and I don't want to violate See, some rule or some shit. I've seen that. Um, there's actually a couple of shows. This, and, and and it's Twitch is now geared more towards that type of content, you know, uh, music and and gaming and, and smoking. That that's what I'm noticing because I I I I have a a little thing that I do. I actually uh, spoke on this on my Instagram before. I don't know why the live didn't get saved, but you know this is like a, a little hack that I do to to raise attention on myself. You know I, I tell everybody with these live streams, you you have to make the comment section your bitch, right? That's free promo in a sense. Well, not not really free promo. You're, you're buying what is it? Emotes or what is it? Right. Bits. Yeah. Yeah. You're buying those. Right. So what I do, and, and, and again, some people may say, damn, Minx, that's fucked up. But look, would you rather pay a promoter that claims that they got that many people to, to listen to your shit? Or, or are you going to subtly get people to be like, this person seems interesting. Let me go check their bio. Right. So I, I you, you, it's kind of like when you watch like these little, um, like 007, Right. I feel like 007 when I go into the comment section because I got my chips. I, I, I move in there smoothly. You know what I'm saying? I sit right next to the dealer, which is the person that's streaming. If I like their shit, I tip the highest. So it'll pop up on the screen. Minx Couture TV has tipped you, blah, blah, blah. So what do they say? Oh, my God. Thank you, Minx. So, so guess what? You're saying my name, repeating my name. And now people are going to click on my name and they're going to see, damn, who the fuck is this Minx chick? And guess what? 10 followers off of someone's live stream that had like 300. Right. And you do that. You just do that. I say every week, put $5 into Twitch, go into these live streams. You got freaking, what is it? SoundCloud. They have a live stream every Thursday uh, where they're reviewing music. And I've been telling people, look, just put one song on SoundCloud. Don't even expect anything to happen from that. But go into their live stream and pitch your music in the discord. They will review it. And, and I've seen every live stream that they've done and you have about 6,000 people that come in the room. So it, it's helpful because now the dude that's on SoundCloud, I'm, I'm, I'm being the highest tipper again. Oh my God, Minx, uh, you know, thanks for the tip. Uh, did you have something you want to send up? You could send it up right now. And that's how I'm like $20 a week. I've exposed my content to so many people with just $20 a week. And that's more than any marketing company could ever do. There you go. Those are the gems right there. Those are the gems. I'll have to, I'm going to have to now go on fucking Twitch. Cause I got this album coming out. That's like, I think leaps and bounds better than anything else I've made, but who knows, you know, that's how everyone feels when you first make a music. But then, you know, I'm at the spot where I'm like, all right, what do I do from now until the next month uh, to get people to like me enough to, to listen to my album when it comes out. You know, it's like such a weird feeling while you're just sitting around waiting. Right. And it's, it's all about at the end of the day, like I say, it's transference of energy with everything, talking to people, right. Even the little people that, that hit like, you know, even if they hit like, I tell people, look, click the likes, see how many people like them, go to their page, thank them for liking it. I don't care what anyone says. It, it seems cringy and corny. It was cringy and corny to begin with to me. 
And then when you have videos that that start getting a little bit of attention, you know, it, it's like you have to engage with those people. Like I've noticed on posts that I did a while ago, even though those people left a comment and I didn't hit like on those posts or replied to those posts. Now those people came back because what happens? You ever like someone's picture on Instagram and then someone says, it says so-and-so liked your, your, your comment or they liked your whatever. And then what happens? You go back to that post. What did I leave on that? And now that's going to bring more engagement because now that means that they return to your page twice to see one post, which will push it through the algorithm even more. So it's all about that transfers of energy and understanding mofos that took the time to hit like or leave a comment. So it's, it, that's all important. Right. And I mean, and you do remember it like, I mean, so I have, you know, 4,000 followers, something like that. Right. I think maybe, maybe 200 of them are real people. I don't know. You know, cause I got, I don't see any of the other ones. Like, I don't know why they followed me in the first place uh, because they don't ever comment or whatever. It's probably robots or promo companies or all that shit. But uh, you know, the ones that actually comment or like are the ones you remember. You know, right. like there's some guy like his name's G Life. I just first run out the can of my mind. I've I don't really know who it is. You know, I never really talked to him, but because they've liked my stuff, if I see them post up and it's like, hey, check out my new song, I'm way more likely just to ah, sure I'll check it out because I've just seen their name more times on my little notifications. So Right. And 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 that's all that is, you know, e- even now with um with with the other tech that I'm dabbling in, which is the virtual reality part of it, now that is a whole different animal. Okay. That right there i'm even frightened of it you know what i'm saying like like i like people listen to elon musk like i i feel like i will be like the black woman version of elon musk in the future um well that'd be awesome something just clicked in me i don't know what it was um everybody knows that knows me like damn minx minx you changed yeah i did change i had a crazy ass spiritual awakening a couple of months ago kind of not even like on some cringy like Oh, you woke now type shit. I've always been woke. It's just that something ignited and it was igniting with the the whole idea of uh, the enlightenment of technology. That was my awakening. Right. And the fact that spirituality and, and technology, they, they both merge together in a very unique way, just like how music and spirituality also merge in a unique way. You're talking about a person like myself that just realized technology, music. And, and the blockchain and, and, and cryptocurrency, what does this all mean? Why is this all together? Um, you know, it, it's just things like that. So I, 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 when I bought my Oculus, that was like a whim. Yeah. I was like, I was going to ask you, what kind do you got? I have the, um, the Oculus Quest 2. I only got the, the 64 gig because I, I really did not imagine downloading that many games and, and things like that. Right. And when I first got it, and, and and those of you that are considering on getting it, I, I definitely feel very excited to to let you guys uh, hear my journey about it. First thing is, if you when you order your Oculus, do not use the original faceplate that is on that. Um, when I first got my Oculus, I had a severe allergic reaction, and when I say a severe allergic reaction, I thought I had COVID. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Oh shit! Yeah. It was so bad. Like people on my Snapchat was like, yo, you got the, you got the vid. I said, nah, this ain't that. This ain't that. I, 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 I lost my smell. I lost my taste. Then I started getting scared. <laughs> I said, no, I got COVID. No, but 
it was, and I started doing research on Reddit. You know, I'm part of a lot of different um, communities and I joined the Oculus Quest 2 community because, you know, I, I didn't know anything about it. So a lot of people were saying, oh my God, my face is breaking out like crazy. Ah, ah, ah. Found out that there was a recall on the faceplate. So they sent me a brand new one. Um, it's more like a leather, comfortable feel, but the one that they send you, do not use it. And if you do decide to use it, just make sure you wash it real good because it's coming from overseas and they have to spray it and, and you smell it when you open the box. Like I was like, what the hell does that smell? But that's what that is. So that's the, the first thing I have to say. If you decide to get the Oculus Quest to make sure you get the faceplate replaced first. Okay. Um, the other thing I would have to say is that if you are motion sickness, if you get motion sickness very fast, I do not recommend virtual reality gaming. I've, I have some friends that found out that they had epilepsy after using the, the Oculus Quest. Right. Um, well, they say there's a, the new technology they're going to have to make is something that t hits your earlobes that like, I know it sounds weird, but like somehow the way you walk normally, you know, and, and if you do it in VR, your earlobes don't get that wind or that push that they're used to. And it somehow messes with your whole balance system. So for those people right. that get motion sickness, they're making new headsets that can somehow like hold on to your earlobes and they do shit depending on what's, what's going on. And I'm like, that's crazy. Yes, because the other thing, too, is that a lot of um, users in virtual reality, you know, it could be the Rift, it could be the Vive, like it's that people don't wear it properly. Right. right? So person like like a male, males will have a harder time if they don't have like a lot of hair. So if you're bald and the way you strap this on, man, it, it's going to hurt you. You know what I'm saying? I, I read how somebody got a hairline fracture and didn't know because it wasn't secured properly. So, you know, when it's secure properly, when you don't feel like gravity is about to snap your neck. Right. So those are the I always talk about the cons first, because that's just the reality of shit. I, I don't want you to hear the good things. And then here's the bad. I'm going to tell you the reality of shit. And then and then you decide. Now, here's the, the, the fun parts of it. Well, actually, one more thing. Vivid dreams. When you go into the whole virtual reality joint, your dreams are going to be so crazy because what people don't get about virtual reality is that when you wear these goggles, it's not like you, you are aware that you're wearing goggles until you become immersed into what you're doing. And then now you kind of have to keep telling your brain, this is not real. <laughs> this is, this is just, it's just a game. Right. And, and, and you know, it, it kind of gets kind of creepy after a while, especially when you're visiting. Uh, I do a lot of worlds hopping and I visit, uh, I play a game called, um, VR chat. That's also on Steam. People do it on, on PC as well. But VR chat is, is social media of virtual reality. So you can be whoever the fuck you want to be. Yeah. Is this okay. where like people have, I mean, different stylized characters as well. Like some have like anime shell shaded people and some people are yeah. Garfield and some people look like it, themselves. And <laughs> some people do like scans of themselves to be in VR, which is cool. Um, I, I like the fact that a uh, uh, ready, I think it's a Ready Player. Um, Ready they, Player One. They, yeah, it's my favorite yeah. book. And they butchered yeah. the movie. I'm so mad. Yes. Yes, they did. But um, they created a company called Ready Player Me. And that allows you, if anybody's interested in, uh, you know, you're like, damn, I don't want to pay nobody on Fiverr to make my my uh, avatar. Uh, you can just go there and, and they'll make it for you for free. Um, you just scan your photo or your face and you can design and, and, and customize your outfit and you can use that and import it into your um, virtual reality headset. 
Um, so I, I have that. And then I have other characters like I, I one of my characters, you, you remember the dancing baby? Yeah. Mm-hmm. From okay, Ally so McBill. One, yes. So I have a character that he's a dancing baby. Um, he has a fitted cap and a cigarette. No, no. He has a vape in his hand and, and he goes to the clubs and, and I'm this character and I troll people in VR. That That's my favorite thing. Um, I, I know I had told you about Jack Black. He is always trolling people in VR. And he has a whole channel dedicated to it. It's called LOLathon. And they go in virtual reality as different characters and and, and they do like jump scares at people. Um, you'll be talking to someone. And, and it actually is very creepy. Like you will fall on the floor that you're talking to someone and you're having a great conversation and and you're like, yeah, uh, one more thing. And you're like, what? And then they 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 push a button and then it looks like the most demonic horrifying face that you will ever see where other people around you in their, their, their avatars, they scream and then they run away giggling. And you're like, what the fuck? Like I, 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 at that point I said, yo, this is crazy. You know, I was going to open mics at night, dudes literally hooking up their equipment. Like we, we, we booked a room in VR and everybody hooked up their, their equipment in their real life. So one dude had his guitar, I had my mic, and it, we were in a virtual studio and we were just playing music. And it, and I said, yo, is this fucking real right now? <laughs> like, this is what we have come to? I can just say, yo, Mo, uh, I'm going to send you a link real quick and I'll meet you there. Uh, Where your best avatar? <laughs> yeah, sounds great to me. I mean, like I said, I love Ready Player One. So if we can get anywhere close to that world. I like it. Yeah, cool. I love it. And now I would say my, my final part of that is I, I decided, I said, yo, social media needs to change. You know, I, I feel like social, social media needs to be on the blockchain and I figured out how to do it. Right. So I started designing virtual worlds and I had to download a unity because people were asking me, what do you use? I have to use blender uh, to create objects. And I have to use uh, Unity to create the worlds. Um, you just have to have a place, you know, where you're putting the world. Um, and and basically, uh, I I well, who the fuck, who the hell is writing? Uh, <laughs> my whole my whole thing keep going. Boop, boop. Yep. Um, <laughs> so I, I said to myself, you know, before me 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 and a lot of my my peoples uh, fell out. Uh, mainly, I think a lot of people were mad at me because I said fuck the music shit, right? I personally felt like the music business right now, um, they're making moves behind our backs. And I listen to these conversations on Clubhouse. I listen to these Twitter spaces conversations. Like they are leaving us out of the conversation as independent artists. Like why the hell can Travis Scott have a whole virtual fucking arena uh, to do a release and we can't? <laughs> right. Why, why can't we have that? Why can't we do like the first 25 people that joined this uh, virtual event of, of my new release? I'm going to be dropping 25 uh, NFTs. You, you, why, why can't we have that? They're doing that at iHeartRadio right now. And when I really sat back and said, I love the Mink Show. I love the Mink Show. Um, but when I realized that a lot of people that I have worked with, all the people I dedicated my time into and, and really generally cared about their career, and they get a little bit of a buzz and then they change up and act funny. 
I, I kind of got tired of that. Like, it's kind of like, yo, I'm putting all my energy into people that don't really reciprocate it. So I said, I'd rather do something different to help instead of directly helping. Right. And, and that that's the problem that that happens, you know, not even, you know, I would say a lot of stuff that happens to me, it, it hurts more than, you know, I send a beat out and, and mofos, oh, Mix, I need a, I need a beat by you. I make a beat and, and they, they putting out other projects type shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I just got so tired of, of being disrespected that I said, you know what, I'd rather just do preventative shit. You know what I'm saying? What if there is another lockdown? We weren't prepared last time as independent artists. And why, why should you be limited to not being able to do a proper release virtually? Why do you have to, to hope that people show up to something? Why don't you put out a, a plan that says, yo, whether you can't show up personally, you don't want these mandates or whatever the case may be to affect your ability to have fun. You can visit me virtually. You know what I'm saying? You can see me virtually. And I built these things and I've, I've already shown a couple of people of what I can do. And right now, the way that it looks like to me is that we, we're going to have to go into a level of, of a metaverse of, of having drops of, of projects because I saw a project that I think was Travis Scott had, had dropped and it was, you, you know, you had to go into a ticket. You had to buy a ticket in real life to attend this virtual event. And I'm over here thinking my Oculus, something is wrong with it. Everything's pitch black. I'm like, what the fuck? I said, oh man, I got to restart. And as soon as that, I, I saw a little light. It was a picture and it, and it whizzed by me. And then it was another picture. And then it whizzed by me. I said, what the fuck is this? It was almost like a planetarium of swag. There you because go. Because it, it was like you were in like their head. And then it's like he appears in the corner and he starts performing the song. And then like now everything is illuminated of where he grew up, his hood, his this. And this is surrounding you. And then at the end of the exhibit, because that's what I call it. It's like an exhibit. You got an NFT, right? So now you got an NFT. That means you're gifting me something. And all I did was buy a $10 ticket to watch your presentation of your new release. Like I was like, why can't we do that? And I stepped back. And did that. And that's what I built. I built this so that artists can come and say, Minx, I need to rent the spot, blah, blah, blah. I need it to be designed like blah, blah, blah. I ain't going to hit you over the head. But you have your event. And I built now, this is like my third virtual reality club on the blockchain. And, and I'm excited because I said I want to have clubs someday. I didn't know it was going to be in virtual reality, but it's still there. And we have hosted already two events that were successful. People showed up on their phones because you don't need Oculus to, to visit. They showed up from their computer. They showed up from their mobile web and they showed up from their Oculus. They didn't have to download an app to attend. And everybody was able to network and mingle on their web cameras. You are your avatar. You don't have to purchase one. Whatever your web camera shows is you. And, and you can host and have virtual uh, art galleries, uh, NFT drops of, of, of your, your music. And, and you can do all of that. Even if you want to set it up for yourself for free, you could do it for free. But a lot of people don't have what I have, which is time. I'm able to sit down and build a virtual space for eight hours. Y'all can't do that. 
because some of us have to work, right? Some of us have to work. Some of us have obligations. So I'm like, why not fuck with the people that understand this process? Because we're all going into a cryptocurrency space within the next, I would say, year. Right. You know, I, the, part, the part I'm still so confused with, I mean, I think in general, it all sounds very cool. And if I added a virtual reality thing, I would totally want to go check out all these things. Um, is when you say like, make your song an NFT, I don't, I mean, I get that sentence. I just don't know, like, what's the process? How do you make a song an NFT? How do you make artwork an NFT? Is it you just well, go to a website and it just does it for you? I say this, I say this, because it's, it's a very complicated process. I'm not going to say it's easy. A lot of people don't realize you have to have money to do this. None of this shit is free. Um, mostly the minting process is expensive. Again, I was just explaining this to my fiance earlier. You know, these are transactions that need to be made on the blockchain. So it takes longer because they took down a lot of uh, crypto mining um, spots that were overseas. Right. So mining fees that were like $80 are now 300 because there's not that many people mining. Um, and, and, and it's important that people understand the process of mining because cryptocurrency is about unlocking a, a, a code. You know what I'm saying? I expressed um, the other day about how just to change my profile picture on Rarible took eight steps and I had to verify that within my wallet. I wasn't mad at that because who, who, how can you get your account jacked from that if you have to verify that through your wallet? So in a sense, it's like you have to understand that first you have to get a wallet, right? I recommend Coinbase. That's like the most simple wallet you can get, right? But you also have to do things like you would if you set up a bank account, because this is banking in a sense. Right. So you have to verify your your ID. You got to prove who you are. You got to scan your face because these are all the security measures that it takes to make a transaction on the blockchain. Some people are like, oh, that's just way too much information for me to give away. OK, cool. But you got to do it when you go to the bank. Right. OK, so. You got to set up the wallet. Then you have to set up an account. Like some people don't know the places to go. I always say open C. Op that's open S-E-A as if, you know, you're on the C. Open C is like the beat stars of NFTs, if anything. Okay. Uh, and, uh, and that's not just collectibles. That's not just audio. It's just the whole universe in Ethereum, right? Because NFTs are backed in Ethereum. So... OpenSea is where you would go to make your purchases. If you're trying to buy your, you know, dot, you know, your domains and shit, you go there. Right. Um, but what you do is you, you set up the account, then you got to link the account, right. Then you got to, first you got to put money into the, the account. So it's like all of that, it takes time. And, and that's why I, I, I had said today, um, after receiving so many emails and, and messages about, yo, Minx, can you help me do this and set this shit up? I said, you know what? I want to. I really do. I, I want to do that because I am invested into this blockchain um, journey. And if I can get more people, especially, let's just be honest, the whole shit is boring. I, I tell everybody, if it's boring, just say it's boring, yo. You need someone like me that knows how to like educate in, in a way that is humorous, but you get it. It's the same as with beats. I mean, as people that make beats, me and you, we know plenty of people that are like, I wish I could do it. And you're like, you could. But then you start thinking, you're like, actually, maybe you couldn't. Maybe you don't have the the patience to sit and learn, you know, and all that. Right. The learning process, it took me a whole year just to understand how to make one NFT. So I know a lot of people 
And, and it took me that long because, of course, I'm dabbling into other things, worrying about my social media. It's just I wasn't focused. Now that I eliminated my podcast for being a live stream podcast and I'm able to just do it on my, like how we doing right now? Yo, Meeks, what you doing Saturday? Uh, I'm, I'm doing nothing. Uh, that's what I'm doing now. You know, we, we did the live stream thing. Everybody hopped on that. Now I got to back off from that and go into a different way. I want people to be excited for an episode to drop, not for me to go live now. Right. Um. So I said, I want to teach it. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to teach it because- all of the things that I see and, and you know, everything that goes on in the blockchain is, is, is public, right? So I know people that are lying on their bag, like Soldier Boy, constantly lying on his bag. I'm like, because he, he, he banks on people being like ignorant. So right. people that are into cryptocurrency, we're like, get a load of this guy. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he, you know, he told everybody that he did not accept no cryptocurrency for his domain name, which was soldierboy.eth. Uh, that's ETH, which is short for Ether, Ethereum. So some kid was smart and said one day, I have 25 bucks to throw away. I'm going to buy a celebrity's wallet. <laughs> so this kid one day said, I'm going to buy Soldier Boy because he's, he's, he's dumb. He didn't buy it. So he bought SoldierBoy.eth and registered, registered it into his wallet. Then when Soldier Boy decided to wake up and magically decide to get into this fucking cryptocurrency journey, he realized that somebody owned it. So he put a tweet out and say, hey, if you guys want to tip me crypto during my live stream, he put the long address, which is like 17 characters. And the kid felt bad and, and at him and said, yo, soldier, um, I actually have your <laughs> address. Like, let me let me send it to you. You think that dude did it for free? Right. Of course not. Hell no. Hell no. Yo, if I right now, because I'm, I'm doing giveaways, right? I, I'm, I'm going to drop that bomb um, towards the end. But if I decide and say, Mo, you're one of my dear friends, I, I'm going to buy you a crypto wallet. It's going to say A to the Mo dot NFT. How do you feel about that? Oh my God, Minks, you shouldn't have. Right? So I buy it for you. Now I have to send it to you. But in order for me to send it to you, I have to register it first, which means I have to put that into my wallet, which can cost $300. Or $80, right? Now, let's say I have it. You think that you're not going to pay me to, to, to make this transaction go to your wallet? Right. So I'm like, you think Soldier Boy did that shit or, or that boy did that shit for free? He probably, no. He said, yo, you're going to pay these transaction fees. You're going to pay this fee. You're going to pay that. And you're going to pay me a little bit extra on top of that because I am the original owner of this domain. Right. There's this guy in my uh, hometown uh, who's like super rich and he has this mansion, but everyone else is like doesn't have a mansion. And he got all of his money because he bought M&Ms.com and Coke.com. That was the rumor anyway, like when the Internet first started. And then so when when M&Ms needed M&Ms.com, they had to pay him a whole bunch of money to get the to buy it off of him, you know, and it happens right now. Like people out there trying to buy PlayStation 96 and hope they can hold on to it until the PlayStation 96 comes out or, you know, like. There yes. are, there are people that do that. So I, I get that a little bit. Everything, everything is, is about, right. Cause I, I make most of my side money on domains, right. I, I do a domain hustle, right. It's not illegal, right. It's, it's not illegal. That's first and foremost. It's not illegal. It's illegal only when, if Snoop Dogg was sleeping and he didn't buy snoopdog.com and I buy it and then I put my shit on it, that, that, that's, that, that's being malicious. 
that's like, you know, that's like a code thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you don't go to jail for it, but people will look at you like, oh, you're, you're not a real, uh, trader. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're, right. you're not a real trader in this, in this business, if you're moving like that. Um, but domain names, um, I, I, I listen for everything. Like I'll give you an example. Here's a freebie for y'all. Here's another freebie. Um, and I give away these, these gems for free because when, when, when I tell you guys that I have master classes, I want you guys to understand that you're not getting yourself into a situation where I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, so here's another freebie. So clubhouse, right? I predicted this. I said this publicly. I said, when clubhouse goes public, the one domain extension that nobody has thought about purchasing that's so cheap is the dot club extension, right? Now, dot club extensions are like $1. So if you have 20 bucks and you're smart enough, you go into Clubhouse, you look into the most popular rooms, the rooms that are actually getting, you know what I'm saying, uh, a lot of uh, traffic. So let's say it's the boom, boom room, right? So you go and you go to get the, the boom, boom room dot club. It's available. Buy that shit. Because the more popular that Clubhouse becomes, and you and they, let's say they say uh, starting now, uh, you know, dot club extensions are are exclusive to Clubhouse. Now everybody from Clubhouse is going to be running to look for their extension. Okay, my room is called uh, the uh, the DJ Swag Room, and ah oh, shit, who the fuck bought the DJ Swag Room? And then what happens? GoDaddy email. Hello, Minx. Hope all is well. Uh, there is a request uh, for that domain. And what is your offer? Like, what, 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 what do you want for it? Uh, they really want to buy it. And now you're in the hustle. I want 700. 700? Oh, well, they can only do 650. Sold. Thank you. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, that is, it is all awesome. Now, I will say my, a little bit of cryptocurrency, I got into it uh, maybe about a year ago. It was when PayPal finally allowed it, right? And that was like the push I needed because I already had PayPal. And so I tried it and then quickly made uh, like my money, right? I basically played it like Grand Theft Auto 5, you know, how they have the the stock market and you're just like, mm -hmm. oh, I'll pay this. When it goes up, I'll sell it. You know, I also played Neopets, same exact scenario back then. They had a stock market involved yeah, in their well. shit. And uh, I've really thought of it like that. And so I think... After I finally got on Coinbase, I think it was January or February of this year, uh, I took all my money out of PayPal and then moved it over there. And I like my two hundred and twenty dollars is currently at five hundred dollars and I've done nothing. So, yeah, that's yeah. cool. And I, I probably should have been buying more this whole time. But I've been like, well, you know. We'll just see what happens. You know, it's, I've kind of had that idea. So that has been cool. And I do also use Coinbase. So I think it's fairly easy. Um, I think anyone could get into it and they have, they'll give you free uh, cryptocurrencies if you do these little quizzes, you know, or whatever. And so I think it's a good. Throwing it away. Like they're, they're throwing it away because they want more and more people to wake up and say, look, you know, there, there's no fucking money in that federal reserve, bro. Right. There exactly. is none. I'm yeah, like, it's all wishes and dreams. Yeah. You're, you're printing money. We owe mad money. Right. I'm like, this is why you see like, like China and the Taliban and, you know, they're coming together because they're like, we ain't trying to, you know, fuck with them. They broke. They broke. Right. Well, and, America and, can't we, invest in the infrastructure like China can. So. Right. They, they, we, we can't. And, and this is why I say, like, I feel like at this time, you know, when, when I, I noticed that they start trying to regulate the blockchain and, and you know, people are like, come on now, come on now. And, 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 you know, rest in peace to John McAfee. Um, 
But I really feel like like he he definitely said a lot of real shit about how they're moving and they really are trying to restrict us from being able to use this new technology because they want to restrict it from themselves. You know, you actually have nurses and doctors that are actually uploading like medical records in the blockchain because it's more um, secure. And, and when I had said that a couple of months ago, people were like, they can't do that. And then I had two friends hit me and say, Minx, I remember that you said that on Facebook. And I noticed that I went to the doctor the other day and they didn't have my records. I had to fill out new paperwork. I said, mm-hmm, that's why, right. that's why. So, you know, the blockchain is very useful. It's more than just NFTs and music. And, and it's just a better secure way for the public to be able to see what the fuck is going on with the money. Right. I mean, I I don't have many high hopes for the future. You know, we got China with like the authoritarian communism agenda and then us with the authoritarian capitalist agenda. And as someone who's voted libertarian and that typically, you know, that's the shit I enjoy. I don't know if it would actually work, but I just like the idea of like, hey, don't fuck with other people and, you know, just mind your own business. And I just enjoy that concept. Uh, it, I have very little faith. Like, I think there's no way the future is going to be something I enjoy. You know, I'm like, it's just going to keep getting more and more of like, let's take a little bit of this away from you. So you feel a little more safe. And it's just going to be like that until the day I die. You know what it's going to take? Um, I, I said this, I feel like it's 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 not a worldwide like po- protest that needs to go down. Like, I really don't believe that, you know, everybody stands up and fights. Now everybody's fighting. Right. I'm like, look. I, I strongly believe in frequencies and um, especially with the latest music I've been putting out is all from, you know, my spiritual downloads I've been getting from, from source and shit. But I, I've been basically called upon like to tell people that we need to organize a, a worldwide meditation. You know what I'm saying? Like, like literally all races, all cultures, all, all political affiliations, vaxxed or unvaxxed. We, we just need to all just sit down, hold hands, and, and literally just just meditate the evil away because this is what's happening. You know what I'm saying? That this is this is more on the physical force. You know what I'm saying? This is this is a, le- a new level and, and this is a new level of, of, of people that are in control and in a new world that we are in, which is a pandemic, uh, a post pandemic world. And when we when we exclude ourselves from the distractions, you know, again, shout out to Drake, shout out to uh, Kanye, shout out to y'all. But. You know, we, we got more issues going on, you know what I'm saying? And I've been pointing them out on my platforms and especially, you know, with a lot of success I've been getting from TikTok, um, one, uh, one month, one month, uh, close to 10,000 um, people that followed because they, they understand I'm not here to talk about no, no conspiracy shit. I'm not here to talk about um, woke shit. I'm here to talk about what I peep and, and, and I, I say what I peep. And I'm not afraid to say what I peep. And I, I just feel like there's, there's more forces that are, that are included in this uh, agenda. And when I see my child, like some of y'all are parents, bro. And some of y'all are considering families. When you have to tell your child, we can't do something today because the government said so. You kind of look at shit differently. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you kind of like feel like a, a, a anger ignite because you weren't told that as a kid you weren't told that because other people have colds that you have to wear a mask now regardless of what people feel about the masks and whatever the fuck they feel it's the kids i'm concerned about i don't care about no dumbass adults these kids have a chance 
and I have a child. And I hate to see that face at night, that, that, that face drop. And I know a lot of parents listening, y'all, y'all, y'all know that face drop when they're like, I, I want to see my friends. They don't care about the mental health of these children that are suffering from people. You're going to school and you can't even see your teacher's face, bro. But I mean, I think like, it's probably going to be, I mean, the government never handles anything well, you know, just like the reason we have a Taliban and ISIS now is because of some shit we fucked up in the 80s. So, I mean, it's hard to imagine this doesn't have some sort of long term effect because of their mishandling of it. You know? But it's definitely up to us. It, it's up to us to to get the world back. You know what I'm saying? I, I read a lot of history and I'm like, you, you telling me mofos stood up and said, y'all, I don't like the way the government's moving, bro. Y'all left a whole ass country to come here. Right. Because you didn't like the way your king and queen was moving. And now we, we set up camp here. And we have civil wars. You know, what I'm saying people don't like that. We have revolutionary wars. Right. What 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 are we going into now? You know what I'm saying? What what are we going into now with, with people that are in fear? I, you know, I just hope and I pray every day that, you know, we, there is no new normal. We're not going back to no no old shit. I just see a future of people finally saying that we can run this country, man. Like these people are outdated. They're old. Get them out of these offices. House of Representatives, you got to prove that you are mentally sound and fit to run this country or even make suggestions. I think the lower ages around this bitch. Like we need people in their 30s that know what the hell is going on. I mean, 30s is pretty young. I mean, I am in my 30s. I, I just say all the time, like, think of all the people you know in your normal life. And then all the 70 year olds, do you think they should be running anything? Like most 70 year olds, you know, and I mean, like they're nice and like, I, you know, I like a lot of old people. Don't get me wrong, but they're like retired, you know, and they're like resting. And yet those group of people are the ones running the country. And it's fucking crazy to think about. Well, yeah, because they're, you know, they're running things on their own values. But again, like I said, like this, this is a, like a whole reset that needs to be done, even down to the Constitution stays. Right. That stays. But amendments and all of that, that got to be reviewed. A lot of those those laws don't apply to how we live today. I think you could still go probably straight up how the amendments are and just read them with like common sense. But what happens is people read them through like, nah, but it's the perception of the 1700s or something. You know, I don't know. It's always dumb. We can't we can't implement old values to new ways. And we can't have people in office that, you know, they, they just don't need to be there. You know what I'm saying? And, and again, I have personally said, and I've said this several times, and I've manifested this several times, and it's probably going to be true. I plan on running for office someday. I really do. I'm 35 years old. I probably just, yeah, I just made the cut. Right. And and I feel like I'm tired of hearing people complain. I'm like, you can make every fucking conspiracy video that you want in the world. If I don't see you at no city hall or nothing like that, you ain't shit. So I myself, I can't physically go to these places. So. Instead of using my platform to talk about my music, to talk about uh, my gaming, I at least like take the time to talk about what's going on in our city. And, and I've, I've, I've found that more people respected me for that, you know, to wake up every day, five, seven, eight hundred new followers on TikTok, because that's the t that's the content that they're looking for. If you are a rapper, you should be rapping about what the fuck is going on. If you are a producer, you should be providing warrior music for us to stand and lead. Give us a soundtrack. You know what I'm saying? Give us a well, well, NWA. They had a soundtrack. 
You know what I'm saying? Give us a soundtrack for this fight too. Give us that warrior music, that fight music. We don't need trap right now. We need fighting music, some hardcore boom bap type shit because people are ready to fight. So that's another uh, tidbit for y'all. Please give us some warrior music producers. We, we need we need fire. I talk to artists all day ready for beats like that. So y'all, y'all could do that because I'm coming out of the beat game as well. I'm, I'm not giving up music for, for, for any other reason, but, but to fight for my community. And I'm dead ass. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. I know y'all love the music, but I'm doing a full release on everything, including every beat I've ever done. And I'm having something drop, uh, I think within a week or, or t- maybe two weeks, I'm uploading every beat I ever did. And you're just going to have to, we're going to work out them split sheets or whatever the case. I don't care about your fucking budget. I just don't want these to go to waste. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I'll help whoever I can, but kind of like the NFT drops and stuff like that. I'm dropping everything I've ever done. Even songs with just hooks. Um, if you think you want to hop on it, we'll, we'll work something out. I, I'm not in it for what I want it to be anymore. And I'm just ready to just get into the politics of things. Well, hell yeah. Well, real quick, uh, you know, if you have any melody loops, send them my way. And then also you were talking about uh, TikTok. I've noticed, because I actually enjoy TikTok quite a bit. I have to force myself not to watch it. Like their algorithm's so good. Like they'll just keep giving you videos that are like, they know you like pretty quickly of like what yeah. you're going to like. And it's pretty, in, it's kind of insane, but I mean, they're entertaining. Uh, but I've noticed, not to get too political, but I feel like uh, me and you, we, we could, it'll be fine. Is, uh, you know, I'm real hung up on, as, as a white man, I guess, in this country, and especially one that I've always been like down with, uh, you know, I've been invited to the cookout, if you will. Um, you know, that's kind of where I stand. And yet I feel like skin color is becoming the most important thing about every person in like this super woke world. Like nothing else matters. Like the number one quality is what is your skin color? So it's like it went so far the other way to where like uh, you may have seen this on Twitter this week. This white kid, I don't I don't know his rap name or whatever, but he put out some video of him rapping on TikTok or something. People just hated on it. And it's because his whole rap was like, I'm not selling drugs. I'm not doing this. I'm playing chess. Like he was just doing this like I'm a nerdy white guy rap. Right. But everyone took it as like, oh, you're saying black people have to sell drugs. And I'm as a common sense person, like obviously he's not. He's just saying there are plenty of rappers who rap about that and he's giving his perspective. And I would much rather have someone be genuine and honest of where their perspective is. But black Twitter, you know, definitely eviscerated this guy because he was putting down black people, according to them. And I'm like, I just didn't read it that way, but I get it. I'm not black. And maybe, uh, it doesn't mean the same thing to me or whatever. Like people will say like, you're a guest in hip hop. And I get that in some sense, but another part of me is like, yeah, but I sat here and made that you know, from scratch. Like it's not like I borrowed it from somebody. I don't know. I just, it's a weird area. I I say this, right. I am a person that is in a interracial relationship, if you would. And I have a lot of, you know, white friends, black friends, Hispanic friends. I'm friends with everybody. Right. I on TikTok have said and expressed this before that that whole bullshit Right. It, it comes from people that that use the platform to to ignite hate. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, there are racists out here. The fact that it's like black people to me these days, I'm like, y'all are just way too sensitive about everything. Like everything is not fucking racist, bro. And you listen to people like the Aunt Karens and, and the modern warriors on TikTok. And you're not a person like me. You know, I followed them. 
But then I started noticing. So, so this is where all your content is about is to catch a racist. That, like, I don't I don't believe in that. Like, if you come at me with racism, you're going to get addressed. But I'm not going to go fucking looking for it. I don't think that that's my fight. But then again, th- the one thing I love about TikTok is the fact that, you know, you have so many different cultures and so many different races coming together, educating each other on, you know, what is deemed um, disrespectful. Right. And I'm with that. But there are genuinely white people that are out here that don't know that what they are doing or saying is racist. Do I think you need to belittle them, dox them and all that? Nah, I don't believe in that. I just think it just takes one sentence. Yo, bro, what you said, you know, it kind of like, uh, you know, some of our people get disrespected by that. And if they're like, oh, shit, my bad. I didn't know. I'm not going to then go to their Facebook, find out where they work, call where they work, tell them, send them screenshot. Like, I'm not going to do that. And you have content creators that 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 think that that shit is cool. And I, I think it's lame. Right. It's lame. I'm at the point now, unless you are calling me the N word with the ER or you are depriving me of my opportunity to work or take care of myself and my family. I, I, I'm not so quick to throw that word racist. I just think that it's ignorance. Right. What that kid did. I, I I'm like, motherfuckers is dying. Um, I, I don't really I'm not going to lose sleep over that. Right. Like, I'm not going to lose sleep over that for for Twitter to come out and do some shit like that, um, especially black Twitter. Um, well, well that's like gonna, that. what I was kind of getting to is like you. I don't think I mean, it sounds so offensive. I'm like, you're not black Twitter. But like uh, and, and when I say black Twitter, I'm not trying to be offensive by it. But there is a group think that happens and it seems to yeah, be on Twitter. It, and then yeah. TikTok, I have noticed I, there are plenty of people I've followed who are uh, black people who do not think at all like black Twitter. And they have lots of followers like the, the yeah, like black. Is, is black Twitter is toxic. Okay. It, it's whatever makes like, it's just a, whatever goes viral. I black Twitter to me, that's what I find. You know, I try to stay away from that because, you know, you say one thing like about Nikki or, or, you know, her lifestyle like that, like, you know, they will come after you. But other than that, I don't talk about like BTS and all that. I stay away from that shit. Cause you don't motherfuckers crazy. Them, them fan, that fan base is real scary too. Um, right. Yeah, I, I, you're right. I think it's, I'm glad you brought up BTS because it reminds me like just race stuff. Like I've never, and I, I may be just wrong on this. I've never found ra- like cultural appropriation to be that bad because I'm like, who appropriates a culture that they don't love? You know, like motherfuckers right. love Japanese shit. Like there's some white guys fucking walk around in komodos with swords in their bedroom because they love Japanese culture. And I don't think it's that different than the guy that like fucking you know, wears chains and shit and is dressing like, you know, a certain era of rap music. I'm like, they do it out of love. You know, it's not like out of a place of hate, but it is like pitched on the internet. Like, oh yeah, you were, you had dreads. You must be racist. I'm like, no, no. The white guy with dreads, I think is probably like the last thing of racist. I mean, he went and got fucking dreads, right? Like, I don't know. We just have to like all of that. It, it like, it needs to be eliminated from, from just our whole worldwide culture. Like we, we all learn from each other. We, we admire and respect uh, each other's cultures and stuff. The only time that w- people have to understand, the only time that it is appropriation, right? Meaning that it's appropriated in a negative way is when that person does not get ridiculed for doing the same shit you do. Right. Okay. So, or like it, Elvis it, and it, Otis, I think that story is clearly appropriation. I mean, a black guy literally made the songs Elvis took them and profited from them, you know? Oh yeah. Like that, that kind of shit. Yes. It, you know, not paying homage and, and totally just not even mentioning that, whatever, like, like they had said, Oh, how, how are you going to tell uh, an Asian man to, that decides to put braids in his hair, he's appropriating black culture, but all in turn, you got Japanese tattoos on your whole arm. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how how is that fair? So we we, we celebrate each other's culture. Don't accuse people of being racist because that's not racist. And, and, you know, take it as what it is. It's a celebration. They're celebrating. You know, I like your culture. I like it. But a lot of these people, they go far left and it's mostly just for engagement and views. I don't think they even moderately give a fuck, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I agree. I think most people, when it comes to their life, it's probably a, a totally different story than what they present. You know, right. but I, because I feel like I'm, I'm like, I, I'm a pretty much practice what I preach type person, you know, like, so I'm, I'm going to try to keep it real. And I've, I mean, I grew up in a very small town, almost all white people, but like out of the four black people within like a couple year range of me that were boys, three of them were good friends of mine, you know, like I don't know, I've just always, uh, and went to college, black people seem to like me. And so I'm like, you know what? Hell yeah, we're all cool. And I think I can say that phrase and that's fine. But then there is like this new wave where someone's like, oh, you just think all black people like you, huh? You're racist. And I'm like, no, I'm just saying like out of my anecdotal evidence of like people I've met because I grew up kind of poor and I like rap music. Like I normally, uh, relate in some way. I don't know. <laughs> like people always want to make it something extra, you know? And I just yes. can't understand that. Easiest way to wrap that up with people, you just say, oh, some people see skin. I see spirit, man. Well, That's it. There you go. I can think that is a good way to do it. And then like I, the one guy that I was saying, like those four black dudes I kind of grew up with, I, I liked him. We're friends or all, but he was just so country that I was like, I ain't never hung up that country. motherfucker. You know, like, so if anything, I was the more like urban one in that right. environment and so like uh and then yeah. that's something i see a lot of country black people in oklahoma you know like so a lot of people don't even know that exists you know you'll drive through a town and there's like 20 black people on horses and you're like i mean i remember the first time i saw it i was confused i'm not gonna lie but like once you get used to it you know you're like oh it's just there, there's parts of the world you just never see because they're not tv shows about it or that's on the internet and and stuff like that right yeah it's it's, it's all silly you know what i'm saying at the end of the day you know, we, we all bleed red. So I'm like, you, you are where you, you are who you are. You know what I'm saying? You are who you are. It's whatever the energy or vibrate, like vibration you leave with people. That's it. Right. And I would speak went on this because it's kind of in touch in our homie CJ, uh, our homie CJ Jones. He actually posted something similar and got destroyed for this on Twitter like a month ago. You might have seen it where he was just like, I've always related to hip hop music because I grew up poor in a low income housing with, you know, my, my parents were on drugs or, you know, something to that extent. And then he got to this like, oh, so all black people's parents are on drugs. And it's like. That's obviously not what he was saying. Like he was just saying, like, why does he feel connected to certain rap music? You know, and like uh, but there was all these uh, hip hop gatekeepers, I guess, letting CJ Jones know that he he can't feel that way. And so, like, when you see that, I think there are times where I'm like, oh, this is so stupid. And like you're saying, it's just people putting out hate, like not even on purpose. It's like it's been the seeds have been sown years ago to where now. It, no one even has to try. You're already going to argue about some shit that probably doesn't matter. And that's going to distract you from like the shit that should matter. Right, like, 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 um, and I'm going to send you this TikTok so you can see what I'm talking about. Uh, there's a TikTok um, that's going viral right now, uh, which pretty much the black delegation is voting on. Uh, <laughs> so uh, basically it was a, a black dude and it, it's a viral video that's going around. It's really cringy, but it, it's like the face that you make when you're getting locked up in front of your girlfriend, it's like, you know, some preppy, you know, uh, you know, upscale kids. Um, so it, it looks very cringy. Like he's, he's throwing himself up against the wall and like seductively looking at the camera. Right. So uh, people hate that. Uh, they hate that TikTok to an extent where people have made memes about it because it's so ridiculous. Like, why would you even want to fucking do that? But anyway, so a black kid pretty much took white powder and put it all over his face and, and kind of imitated that that TikTok with the boy being uh, pushed against the wall and looking at the, the thing seductively. 
So the video that shows after that is, it seems like a pretty chill white dude, like pretty chill. Um, but then he puts like, like brown uh, foundation all over his face. And then he starts doing that little bop, that little bop dance that everybody kept doing, you know, with, with the standing with the homie shit. So they're like, is this racist? And my mom, like, I, I don't feel that that's racist. If the kid can put white powder on his face, why can't this guy do the same shit? So then you got the, the you know, the whole tech black people. Well, he could have did all of that without the bop. And I'm like, well, if that's the case, then the uh, the actress that y'all flamed for talking about, hey, what's this? Uh, like, what, like, what is this? Y'all flamed that bitch for just acting it. Right? Right. So that means you got to let her come back to her great graces because, you know, at the end of the day, that means y'all flipped out over no reason. So regardless, regardless, I'm like, we can't imitate each other. We can't do nothing. Everything is a stereotype. But I'm like, everything is a stereotype. That's what makes us so funny. That's what makes, you know, comedy comedy. Like you couldn't have George Carlin out right now. Right. You well, couldn't you couldn't have him out. I mean, like for it's like the blackface thing. I know it's like a hot topic issue or whatever. Like. There's a historical thing of minstrel shows where they done blackface where they colored it in a way to make the lips look bigger. And it is a super offensive. And it was like black, black. And I don't think that's the same as like when someone has something out where like on Halloween one year, they dressed up as LeBron James and put, you know, brown makeup base on. Like I don't necessarily think that's the same thing as like, but I get it's bad. But then again, when Dave Chappelle does the white news anchor on the Chappelle show, it's brilliant. I mean, it's genius. Like, I don't see how I, so I think some people can pull it off. And so it does suck that like you have to, uh, we're in this world where it's like, no, never again. Uh, Everything is offensive. Right. And I, and I'd say to people, you only call to what you, you know, you only answer to what you're called to, you know what I'm saying? If, if it, you know, a lot of people get mad because it's a personal thing with them. It's something personally affecting them with, with a joke or something like that. I'm like, you need to heal those demons. Heal those demons. I, I guarantee if some of y'all sit back and think about shit that you get offended by or you're affected by, if you if you actually cure those things with yourself, you'll realize you'll be on social media and you'll say, you know what? I don't feel the need to reply to that comment. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, you, just, you just move in social media differently. Like you reply to the shit that you know it is, you know, not going to be like a trigger thing because people reply out of triggers and we say a lot of triggering things and people do a lot of triggering um, content. But if, if it affects me or offends me, I'm not going to argue with a person. You chose to post that. So good luck. <laughs> I'm, I'm a kid rolling. Like, I'm not going to sit here and fucking debate people like, on, you know, especially if you don't have like, you know, content like that. You don't have a profile picture. You don't have shit. I'm not going to argue with you. I said what I said, or you said what you said and then have a nice day. Right. Well, I just hope it don't affect your job or, you know, I just hope it doesn't affect what, you know, your livelihood. That's it. And I'm sure you're the same way uh, where like I do get defensive and you want to react. And I think that's where it all happens. If someone's like, all white men or whatever, I'm going to be like, fuck, you know, I'm not, you know, because you get defensive. Just like if someone said all black women or whatever, you're probably like, fuck, you know, I'm not. And I do. But then you have to remember, like anyone who would tweet something so generic, they're rather they're an idiot or they're doing it to get people out. Like you just got to like kind of go through some mental checklist of like, well, this person's not worth responding to because they're making such a ridiculous statement in the first place. Oh, yes. And for the record, y'all, like for the record for Twitter, producer Twitter. I love when I say shit and y'all get so fucking mad. <laughs> like I say, this is what y'all don't get. A lot of you like think of the people when they write things and you're like, why the fuck would they say that? Right. You look, oh, podcaster. Oh, she's looking for content. I Because uh -uh. guess what? You get put on blast on my show. Right. So 
I would appreciate like, like some people in the comments, not even the comments, they come in my DMs. Yo, I feel like you personally attacking me. I'm like, word, word. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I said, but, but I'm just saying shit as a collective. Collective should speak on it. Like if you feel like offended by anything I say, that must have a problem with you. Right. I, I've seen dudes write shit on, on, on Twitter and I don't know. I can tell it's a direct hit to me. But I, what am I going to do? So you couldn't just at me. <laughs> right. No, I'm, I'm going to let you think I didn't catch that. I'm going to let you think I didn't catch that. And, and that's what makes it so much fun for me. Right. And I mean, I agree with everything I'm saying, but also I find a lot of times it seems like people are subtweeting each other or someone might be subtweeting me or me subtweeting them because everyone just shares their opinions. So like you're friends with a hundred other producers and then you go on, you're like, I don't use loops. I feel like it, you know, for whatever reason, all these people are like, they're hating on me because they know I use loops. And then someone that comes on and says, Hey, I like loops because of whatever the people that don't use loops are like, they're subtweeting me because I don't, you know, and people make up drama on this fucking app. They definitely do create it. And that's why I love it because then I'm like, when, and, and this is a good thing to do also. It's a, it's a nice spring cleaning for your followers. Say some controversial ass shit. Nothing disrespectful, just controversial, right? Don't even at nobody. Make it sound like you're speaking to somebody, but you're just speaking to the universe, really, right? And, and, and then watch how fast people, like, they start subbing you after that. Oh, wow. Certain people keep talking about they're not going to be making music no more, but they can't get me back this verse. I'm like, um, bitch, like, <laughs> like what, what, what? Like, I, like, I literally feel like, like, I have a lot of work that I'm backed up in. Right. And a couple of people I'm working with is real cool with it. You know, I'm like, look, I'm working, you know, on on these verses and stuff. But three people that I, I actually sent and 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 you know, they were subbing me and I didn't like that. I was like, you got my phone. If you think that I'm taking too long to get a verse back to you, um, you got to understand that I am a mother, right? I just had a fucking flood where I live. Um, you know, it's just a lot of stuff going on with me. That's why I'd be telling people, I'd rather just hit you and say, I got this verse and let me know when you're done with it. Yeah, right? I don't pressure anybody. I mean, I might hit them up after a month and be like, hey, any word? But yeah, I hate people that pressure you about stuff. And so therefore, I don't do that to people. No, you know what? I don't even think, you know what? It's not It's not even the pressuring thing. I just told everybody, just just give people a deadline. Just a deadline. It's That's not pressure. Right. You could just say, look, I have this re- um, thing I'm working on, blah, blah, blah. And everything needs to be in by this date. Don't put it in bold because that's just too, you know, worky. You know, don't put the date in bold. Just say, I, I want to have it done by uh, blah, 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 blah. Right. Now, if you don't get the messages or the songs or the things back, don't take it personally. But when you release the record and then they start fucking subbing you about, oh, like, like Soldier Boy and, and, and Chris Brown. Oh, I was supposed to be on that, that EP, but, you know, uh, certain people. Well, certain people didn't read the whole email. And you missed out on this project. Don't be salty. Right. It happens. That's what it is. I'm excited, you know, again, with the songs that I have out, um, I'm excited, you know, to finally do collabs again. You know, the people I'm working with is dope. It's just the, the, the work ones I hate. The work ones are the ones that you don't know. You know, those are the ones that they say, we really think that this would be a good collaboration. And, and then they make you feel like you're being rushed. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, fuck. I'm like, come on, man. Don't don't fucking work with me like that. That's why I work with people that I know. The biggest thing I'm going to change, I think, for Internet Friends 4, because I do think I'm going to make one of those, um, is I'm not like normally I put out this big thing of like anybody that wants to do a you know a rapper that wants to do a verse or whatever. Let me know. And I sent like everyone an email, you know, like I had so many more people. 
that had access to those beats that never hit me back or they were like, oh, I'm going to do this one. Then they never got back to me, you know, and they just. So I think this time I am going to keep it to people I am actually Internet friends with, you know, like previously as well. Try to keep it a little more uh, cohesive, but. It's so it's so much work doing a collab album that I'm like kind of dreading it, but I made a little bit of money off of it. So I kind of have to I feel like I need to I need to do another one. Yeah, I mean, I I had literally said I said one of my goals is to like instead of um, I wanted to do like a, a real production, like a producer battle, like. Like the goal you got to put together, like it, and it has to be out of your element. It, it can't be anything that you're fucking nice in. Like I, I want to do like the the like the the verses of of your handicap. So some people, you know, they they just make hip hop beats. So can you put together a pop album? You know what I'm saying? Like that's the shit that I want to do to make it fun. Because you know the, some of these battles I've been seeing, you know, they're not. It's not fun. It's just so like, uh, give me something different. So I was like, yo, I, I want to put out a whole entire like um, pop album, um, even R and B, and I don't want to be on it at all. I, I just want to pick the artist and say, hey, look, you know, I'll pay for your studio time or the fuck it is. Just can you do a track to this and, and just put together an EP? It could be like eight songs and, and battle somebody like I want to see real production skills. Can you pick an artist for a beat and, and put something together with them? And, and the winner will win like five hundred dollars or some shit. Right. And over the last, uh, I don't know, year, year and a half, something like that, I've been actually giving out free beat packs to certain people. And CJ Jones is about to come out, who we've mentioned many times here. And it sounds so dope that I'm like, and he's like normally a producer, you know, but it was an all beat pack of stuff I made. And so I think it kind of freed him up in a way. So now ever since I've heard it, I'm like, man, I kind of might, I might let some producers make me some beats, you know, because I've kind of always stuck to my own beats for the last however many years. But I'm like, maybe it would kind of free some stuff up to not have to think about that spot. It's okay to just be the artist. Right. You know, it's okay. You know, I, I've listened to songs that I've did on other people's beats. And, you know, they're like, yo, when are you going to put that out? And I'm like, ah, uh, because I always felt like, yo, I keep talking about it. I'm the producer, too. So everything I do has to be the, me making the beat. But then I look at Kanye. Kanye didn't even produce like half the record. You know what I'm saying? He had help. You know, he had different, different like opinions that's why i say we we got to get back into making projects yo like we, we projects is what's missing everything i'm hearing now y'all dropping eps it sounds like a mixtape like y'all need to just follow with one producer all the way through the, the project because it's now it's two people's concepts and my cousin is my, one of my favorite producers and i said to him like yo he used to produce for me when i first started and and now we're both producers. I, I always wanted to see what we could both bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? So my strengths are melodies. His strengths is the drums. So that kind of dynamic joint, just like I do with my partner, um, 759, I send her melodies. She does the, the beats and I listen and I say, yo, so maybe my weakness is, is the drum pad, like the, the drum patterns. So I, it doesn't make me like less of a producer. So yeah, I can't laugh at people that can't make loops. So you could say, Minx, you can't even do drums. I'll be like, I give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. My drums suck. Because I kept saying, I'm not using no middies. I swear on everything, I'm against middies. But then when, when GarageBand just dropped all these new packs, and I'm listening to some of these hi-hats, I was like, yo, that's a trippy red hi-hat. Oh, my God. Like, it, it, it opens up, you know, it opens up the track. You know what I'm saying? Stop being limited. Like, you know, I know people like myself laugh at y'all that can't do loops, right? 
but I wouldn't like it if people didn't laugh, if, you know, if they laughed at me and said, yo, Minx can't even make a drum pattern without a MIDI. So I said I, I was going to calm down on that. I'm going to calm down on that because I understand we all have our handicaps. So I don't, I, say, I don't I don't use MIDIs for drums, but like I love using MIDIs for melodies. And I when I tell people that they act like I've cheated, but I don't really care because I'm like, it's so good. Fuck y'all. And I can do it like in 10 seconds and I instantly have some lush piano thing that I can groove to. And then I'll add some top melody over it. And I'm like, I don't know. I think MIDIs are like the fucking key to me. Well, maybe maybe in the future, like we, it could, we could get me and, and, and CJ Jones and, and, you know, a couple of other producers and, and we could just, you know, work on some shit. Like I say, uh, once again, back to the BTS thing before we yeah. leave. Look at them, man. They are fucking groups, bro. And everybody is, I'm independent. I'm an independent producer. I mean, but look at the people that are flourishing. Groups are flourishing. Production groups are flourishing. A lot of us have to say, like, maybe, you know, duos, triples, you know what I'm saying? Look at the Neptunes. You know what I'm saying? We, we have to get back to that. Like, artists, y'all going to have to start realizing that maybe, you, you know, you're not a lead. Right. You, 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 can get the, you can get the fame and fortune. You can get that shit if you want it that bad. You're, but you're just not the lead. And sometimes it's okay. That's almost like going to work. I treat it like this. I was a, a, a chick that was like, background singer right i hated that shit because i'm like yeah i'm gonna be performing oh oh word I i'm a background singer you know you, you, you know you kind of feel like i ain't shit right but you still getting paid just like everybody else it's like going to work every day all you do is staple papers right you're still working there you're still in that environment you're still able to hustle you're still able to network you're still able to learn shit you listen in on how other people move and work and then you leave there and you get a higher position but you're not going to get nowhere. That's This is why nobody is blowing up. There's no more groups. There's right. no more groups. And if, if people are that Hollywood and everybody want to be fucking Beyonce, Beyonce did not become Beyonce without Destiny's Child. So y'all have to realize, I hear so many rappers that would sound dope in a group. I hear so many rappers that sing and, and they should just sing the hook. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I hear the arrangement, but it's like, you try to mention it and they get all offended. Like people have said to me, Minx don't rap. You sound better as a singer. Okay. I stopped rapping. I do songs of me singing. Now I got the pop community and, and you know, the techno community the, and, and those people like that shit. So I said, okay, so the forefront of the song is going to be like what they like, but that's not going to stop me from spitting on a dance record. So then my genre has not only changed, it is a new genre. I am rapping on dance records. So we are in the wrong genre. A lot of us are in the wrong genre. A lot of us are, are, are don't work well alone. Right. Some of y'all groups. And, and we just have to accept that. We, we have to. Yeah, I, I would say I barely am hip hop these days. I mean, I don't know what the fuck I would be called, but hip hop just such a wide net now. Um, that it's kind of, there needs to be more subgenres. Um, I would say as far as a group, I've always wanted to be in a rap group and I've always, if I ever start a new podcast, just like I started this with someone else originally, I would much rather it be like a collective or a group that we all pitched in. And if I, I would not be against a producer collective. I think to me, the reason, and I think someone here and like, well, you're so independent you do everything yourself, but it's like, I don't know anyone that, uh, it's like finding someone you can trust that, you know, would work as hard as you and, you know, would put in so much. Like, I think that's the issue because you do so much networking online. And uh, 
I mean, I'm sure you've had it. Like you've had people on your podcast and show and like some people call them, they fucking suck and some people are good. And you just, it's so like, you don't fucking know. And you don't know, like you don't want to waste your time for this collective. If, if it ends up being nothing, you know? So I think that's probably the fear a lot of people have, at least I know that's for me. Yes. Yes. And it, it, it really is. And I, I was in a group and it did not work out because I wanted to be a group. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it was a total opposite. Everybody wanted to be, you know, the famous one. And again, it, it, it's a collective, man. Everything happens with group energy. And if you don't have group energy, then nothing is ever going to happen. And that's why I say, I see some artists hopping on the same tracks with each other all the time. I was like, why do they have to be a feature? Why can't y'all just be a group? Like just leave it like that. This is the group. And, and, and I, I kind of analyzed this and I said, the success of groups like NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys and BTS and all these, this, they are and blew up the way they did because of their own fan bases. Because if I'm in a group, you going to be beefing with somebody else that thinks that my group member sings better than me. So y'all, y'all are beefing about our group, which is still going to get us more streams because now, okay, listen to how he sings or listen to how she sings and comparing songs like, oh, this one wrote this song and that one didn't do. So now the, the, the whole cloud of energy is growing because while you and the group laughing, look what they, they think you sing better than me, bro. Y'all are still making money. Right. Yeah. Y'all makes still sense. Making money. Very true. All right. Well, we've talked fucking forever. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we had to say before you left. The NFTs, everyone needs to get into that. Um, I may send you an early uh, link to my album because I just need your opinion because I think it's pretty good and only like two other people have heard it. So, Well, I'm writing. I'm writing. Um, I'm doing blogging again. Right? Ooh, so fancy. I don't know if you guys, you guys took a look at the, the newminxradio.com, but I'm blogging again. Get me your EPs before they drop. I don't want it when they drop. Get me the EPs before they drop. I want to review it. And the day of your release, I will be dropping that article. And you can use that as part of your your press release for, for nice. the, the, the release. Okay. So anybody that wants to do that, I don't charge a lot. But if you look at some of my previous shit that I wrote, I think $25 is, is reasonable. You know what I'm saying? It's reasonable. Right. Well, was that minxradio.com? Minxradio.com. Yes. Uh, and I will be updating daily. And, um, you know, just get me the release and, you know, we'll get it out there. Well, hell yeah. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get you an email. Um, if you're, you want to check out some shit, I've gotten to a point where I was going to mention this earlier. I don't remember where, but you know, for, for many years, my mixing wasn't, I mean, I thought it was good. Like whenever I'd get done with the album, I'm like, Hey, it sounds pretty good. But then other people were like, I don't think it's that good. So because of that, you always have this fear that like everything you're thinking right now is just because you're too close to it. So like, I'm like, man, I kind of think I finally may have figured out mixing a little bit on this one. You know, like I think people might hear it and and not think it sucks. Uh, so I just need people to listen to it and be like, no, no, it actually is good. Or, I'm, or I might be wrong. I don't fucking know, you know, because that's what happens when you're so close to a project um, and you're listening to it every day. You know, it's just kind of hard to compare it to normal shit. Absolutely. Yeah, you're you're 100 right. And, and it's very helpful and, and helping to construct a release as well. Right. Right. And I already got some I got some singles scheduled, which I rarely do. So we're going to see how much that helps out the cause. Um, you know, I'm not a big singles fan. I would much rather just put out my collection of work because I I make it all together. You know, like I don't really just make one song and I'm like there it's done. Like I make all the songs, mix them together. And there's like there's a theme, but not really, you know, I'm not going to say I'm that artistic, but there's something there, you know? Um, 
But anyway, right. so we'll see how it goes. But anyway, I appreciate you being on. And uh, I don't know, like I said, if you're ever bring back your Minx podcast or any other shows that need me on, you know, I'm more than willing to to jump in well, there. The Minx, the Minx show is still on. The Minx show is still on. It's just on YouTube. I upload every week. It goes right to Anchor and all that good shit. But it, it now it's half the show is the podcast and the other half is like gaming or crypto exploring or, or some shit like that. So that's how the podcast is now. I have to make sure I'm so I know I subscribed to it before, but it might I know sometimes with those anchor ones, they'll come up with like a a new show page, you know, like whenever right. you're doing through the RSS feed. So let me make sure. Yeah. So so only on anchor, you're only going to get um, a half hour of, of the mix show. And that's pretty much the, the show. Um, but then after that, you know, for the YouTube, you know, they get the visual, but they also get the gaming after that as well. So gotcha. gotcha. That's how we have it now. And it's fun. It's much more fun that way. People like it set up that way. And what's your number one game still Grand Theft Auto? Don't you play? Honestly, my number one game right now is The Sims. <laughs> I like The Sims. My wife loves The Sims. I mean that's like the only game she plays out of video games. And I enjoy it. I just played on the PlayStation, so with a controller, and it's so much harder. But I've been trying to get used to it. But that's what I bought it on. <laughs> the Sims is for like it's it's an amazing. I love the game, and um, uh, Call of Duty. Um, what is it? Uh, I don't play Warzone anymore. Yeah, whatever the cold, cold something. I forgot what it was. Uh, the newest, the newest one that just came out. I uh, I play that. Right. I know what you're talking about. I just I don't play those shooter games. I'm not good enough anymore, and I get mad. So. I've lost those fast switch muscles. I've been playing Hades. Hades is going to be a top 10 video game for me of all time. I'm trying to get all the achievements in it at the moment. I just play it and I can't believe someone created a 2D game this good like in 2020. You know, I think it's when it actually came out. And I'm like, fuck, this game is perfect. Like, it's one of those weird. I, I'm, I'm not even mad when I die on it because the game's so perfectly made. You're like, man, this seems so good. <laughs> it's hard to explain. Um, but all right, Minx, appreciate you being on here. And uh, I'm going to end this with uh, the last beat we collabed on that made Internet Friends 3. So everyone can can hear that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah. Peace. Meet me at the crib, I got the wine Meet me at the crib, I got the bath running for you I just wanna talk and ease your mind We could just chill and catch the vibe going for us I don't really know what's happening All I really know is that I'm infatuated I just wanna love that's so legit I just wanna love that never quits All this lack of respect, I ain't cool with that Someone else had your heart, but the dude was whack Baby, you all talk, I don't care to chat And I'm like a soda can, I ain't used to caps Now the text thread got us all using caps And the argument got me all using fast How many times we been here, now I'm losing track I think I'm better off alone, baby, cheers to that huh? yeah, yeah. I just gotta go, oh, oh I get so tired of picking up the phone Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah Need some time alone You keep talking, I keep walking I go get it on my own I pour a drink, baby, cheers now I pour up another just to feel now I just gotta go You keep talking, I keep walking I go get it on my own Meet me at the crib, I got the wine Meet me at the crib, I got the bath running for you, girl, like you running through my mind. Every single night when you know I'm on my grind, so I'ma kick back with you, kick back with you. 
Let me know when you're mad through with ya He never pays attention and he's through with ya It's all the little things he never did So now you're sending me texts and you're sending me pics I know your man's at the house cause he's sending the tits You know I like it when the conversation sound out like this Cause he love to risk it all cause he don't give a shit You know I love a nasty girl But this is the way you're treating a man that I don't want you girl I'm looking for a loyal one So I guess I'll be alone till I find the one I just gotta go, oh, 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 I get so tired of picking up the phone, oh, 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 oh yeah, need some time alone, oh, oh, oh. you keep talking, I keep walking, I go get it on my own, oh, oh, oh. I pour a drink, baby, cheers now, I pour up another just to feel now, I just gotta go, oh, oh. Keep talking, I keep walking, I go get it on my own I could do this alone, but you know not about to hear me say that I wanna Yeah, cush my cologne, just leave me with my marijuana Let me take a day, just get away I'll miss your face, but I just need my space Like Tom, my phone, I type on, blowing up like pipe bombs Treat them all, even my moms, y'all ain't special, take a day for me I begin another level while I'm blazing trees Nothing phasing me, I'm stoned like Mason Reed Then start thinking about eating pussy, shamelessly Honestly, girl, yeah, I know I'm not leaving No, I'll be beating, be back in the evening At the Eden Submarina, feel it all up a semen All up in a region thinking I can't even believe it yeah, I just gotta go, oh, oh I get so tired of picking up the phone, oh, oh, yeah Need some time alone, oh, oh Keep talking, I keep walking, I go get it on my own. 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 Get it on my own.